The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for, and done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switched to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face -face and done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Hey, and welcome to episode 9 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love to talk to you guys about all the hottest topics in the K-World, your unpopular opinions, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you use the hashtag HowYouAtYou, or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HowYouAtYou. So sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so guys, we're going to go into our hot topics. Shanice is going to give us a rundown of any of the top news or scandalous stories that we need to know about that's happened in the past week or so. Yeah, so just before I start, make sure you check out the static on my Instagram at kpopbox underscore, where I'll go through some different stories. But let's get started. Blackpink's Jenny has now got the most streamed song by a Korean solo artist on Spotify, and it has surpassed size Gangnam Style. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. No, I'm kind of surprised. I thought maybe I don't know why I just assumed that BTS would be the ones to do it first because you know how they have like solo songs. But then I don't know if it's titled under BTS or if they have a separate profile for their solo stuff. Do you get what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, well, congrats to her. Like I'm just uh, uh, more than Gangnam Style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on, talking about BTS. BTS make history as Savage Love and Dynamite take the number one and number two spot on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, how'd you feel about that? <laughs> um, no, like super happy for them. That's like crazy for them to achieve something like that. But I'm pulling faces because I was on the TikToks. Oh, and, wait, before, um, before you start, there's more. There's more. Okay, okay, finish. I, I, know, yeah. I know what you're about to say. But, you know, got to start nice, positive. Yeah. Anyway... On Twitter, it was trending. Hashtag Jason Trullo party is over. Okay, so <laughs> BTS fans, armies were criticizing um, Jason Trullo for celebrating getting his number one, but he kind of forgot to mm, kind of forgot to mention BTS. You know, you know, um, he you know had through a party or something, right? Yeah, or something. You, you're more the TikTok person, so you know you could take over because I didn't really see the TikTok. Yeah, there's um, yeah. I woke up to my feed isn't even usually very army and BTS based, but they hacked their way onto my feed and they weren't <laughs> happy because yeah. So obviously BTS were on the song and army like really helped to push it to number one. So Jason Derulo done like a whole situation of he went out with like most of the top 
top like TikTokers and they went to like a dinner or something. I think the bill came up to like a hundred k. Can on, we can, can you just what? pause right there? First of all, it's a pandemic. Like why? Okay, but continue. <laughs> in, in, exactly on that tone. So I was very confused. Like one, why are there so many of them in one place? Two, what does it have to do with any of the other TikTok people? And BTS were not mentioned. He was just like, oh, thanks, guys. Thanks. Happy, happy, happy. Tagged all the influencers, but BTS were nowhere to be found. It's, it's, it's very interesting to, to me. Do, um damage control, because I think now they are tagged. But, yes. I mean, like, literally today he tried to tag them. I, I personally don't... I don't know anyone that goes, oh, my gosh, I need to buy that Jason Derulo album. Like, no shade. Mm. But shade. Yeah. Like, he has hot singles, but I... He's just not a bit of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he obviously, like, he obviously used BTS because clout in it. I just he probably doesn't even know silly. their names. Like, it's just madness. And when you know they have such a powerful fan base, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Child. Anyway, so uh, Blackpink's uh, "Bombaya" is the first K-pop debut music video to reach one billion views. They did it. Wow. That. <laughs> That's like what okay one thing like i've never been a blink i've never really been a black pink stan i have nothing against them i just never got into them like that but i watched their documentary the other day and seeing like how they are obviously it's somewhat like manufactured still but you got to feel a bit more of who they are and in a more raw setting i guess but um yeah they've worked hard where they are and i kind of like respect them a bit more now from watching their netflix documentary but yeah, it's crazy. A billion? God, that's mad. Billion. It's probably over that now. And last but not least, our queen, CL, will be making a comeback on the 29th of October with not just one song. Oh, no. But two. Oh, wow. But yeah, so there's her topics do 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 uh, if you want us to talk about anything in particular or if you want to write about a story that's happened that's going to happen this week then you can use the hashtag how you at you you can follow us on instagram or twitter at how you at you or dm us and just be like i just can't believe that this happened and we're going to be like yeah it's ridiculous but anyway that's the end of hot topics moving on to our next segment called say what where you send in your dilemma dilemmas oh wow where you send in your dilemmas unpopular opinions or stories you can send them to howut at gmail.com that's howut at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram and twitter shay take it away so this week we we have some very interesting unpopular opinions the first one i thought was quite funny so someone sent in um, them saying, I want Hyunjin to cut his hair. So for some context, Hyunjin is a member of Stray Kids. He has, um, he's rocking very like blonde, iconic, beautiful, long-esque hair at the moment. And uh, people came for this comment because I posted, I got this through my TikTok and people really came for her. People said, get like well promote soon. Your, promote your TikTok? Do I know my TikTok at name? Um, anyway, oh <laughs> um, I think it's oh, anyways, the K-Way. It should, it should come up if you type in the K-Way. But um, yeah, people came first. Some people said get well soon. Some people said no with love hearts. Um, I'm pretty sure she got people waiting outside her house now. But Shanice, what do you think? Um, 
Damn, uh, girl, I hope you're okay. Um, <laughs> eat your vitamins. His hair doesn't bother me, to be mm. honest. I think I feel like he can rock it. How it was, it wasn't necessarily short before, but shorter or longer. But I think from like an image point of view, it makes him stand out. Yeah. So he's like more noticeable, and I feel like loads of people are tripping over themselves now that he has long hair yeah like it's it's had p- more people simping i feel like the anime community has gotten on board because he's looking like <laughs> some sort of character <laughs> but um yeah i don't know like if they want to let him rock it if he wants to rock it a bit longer it's up to him but they're probably gonna change it soon anyway they're probably yeah. gonna dye it a few times yeah and then when it's completely fried snip snip <laughs> snip but then people might complain he might oh no it's too short at the end of the day the company's gonna do what they want to do <laughs> when two companies listen to like hair advice from fans anyway so next is someone sent in K- the k-pop fandom has been a whole mess and been so toxic after 2016 smiley face Shanice thoughts why are you, why are you smiling <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think that's true actually i just feel like it's in your face more now. I actually feel like our th- today's toxic is very tame to prior toxic. But because mm. Twitter wasn't really a thing or as popping, it's just like gone under the radar. Especially Say Sangs, yeah. Yes, yeah, so TVXQ, so like they're like a legendary group, SM, if you guys aren't aware. There was one member, I think it was Yonho, right? There, it was like one of those fan meeting things. And the Seisang, like, gave him juice. But in the carton, she laced the juice with glue. <gasps> and he had to go hospital. Yes. No. There's been scenarios where, I can't remember what group it was, Seisang got into someone's apartment and started leaving them notes around their apartment. It's things like that. I'm not saying that doesn't happen now. I, I hope it doesn't happen now. I feel like we would have heard about it. Yeah, I feel like um, companies handle it way better now. I just feel like people just ride hard for their their groups. But you always, as I said, you're always going to get that one percent that are a bit crazy. Because remember, at one point prior to 2016 or around that, no, yeah, it was prior to 2016. EXO fans were really vocal mm. and they were scary. <laughs> they were getting. I swear, once they got into a fight with Directioners or something, it was really weird. It was a weird time. Yeah, so I don't think it's it's become toxic. I just feel like you can see it all now. Yeah, like I, I pretty much agree with what um, Shanisa said. Um, I don't think it's a case of it after... I feel like the online community, like the online K-pop community has changed a lot since 2016. One, because there's like a huge influx of new fans and different fandoms and even all the groups that have come out since then. So I guess there's just more people online with more opinions meaning also more sesangs <laughs> like there's just more people <laughs> involved so yeah but i do kind of miss my prior to 2016 k-pop as like a side note i miss those times where, yeah yeah okay so our next unpopular opinion a bit of a longer one so get comfortable um okay. but this person said a k-pop group slash artist shouldn't be considered successful only because they are popular in the usa there are so many groups that are popular outside of america for example mama moo is famous in asia card and vav are famous in latin latin america Dreamcatcher is very famous in japan etc america is not the cup of tea that decides the success of groups that was a lot 
That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that long. It was okay. They were just given examples. Yes. Yes, we like... We oh, like thank you for the detail, actually. It's what we've yeah, been asking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Mm. I feel like it's just, that's just everywhere, though. Yeah. Like, so, for example, Little Mix over here is really big. Like, biggest girl group, probably, mm. in the UK. But, like, America doesn't really pay them any mind. Like, people will know of them, yeah. but people don't pay them no mind. doesn't diminish all the accomplishments that they've done. Exactly. Um, and I don't know, I, thought, I don't know if it's, like, the US market that's marketed themselves that way. Because there are some Americans that think, USA, number one, kind <laughs> of mentality. Yeah. So it kind of... Yeah, I've always been, like, perplexed by that. Um, I don't know why I'm using big words today. I don't know who I think I am, but okay. (laughs) Um, Spell it, spell it. (laughs) um, Anyway, we don't have... Yeah, I've always been a bit confused by that, why sort of the world worships America and thinks, like, if they break into America that they've made it. Because, like this person said, like some examples, there are a ton of groups and artists that are super big within Asia, whether that be Japan, Indonesia, China, all these different places. But their companies will still try to like push them into America. And that's how they'll define whether they're successful or not. And yeah, I get there's a market in America, but I feel like people need to take into consideration the fact that these people are really popular elsewhere as well but there's also that saying not even to do with k-pop but if you make it in america you can make it anywhere yeah but i still don't know where that comes from because america money is money and money is money do you know what i mean yeah and like that's the that's the crazy thing i don't remember which groups it was but people are saying that they've played in some of the biggest like arenas and venues and stadiums um, in parts of Asia that are the equivalent to some of the biggest places in America. But, but no one talks about that. But yeah. we agree with you. Yeah, we definitely agree. Our next unpopular opinion is someone having the most popular member as their bias doesn't make them basic or automatically mean that they hate the rest. I don't know if I can say the, the last word. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, I guess. But I guess where people, like people that, think that about people that like the main or most popular member of the group is that they may not have paid a lot of attention to the group or really know them and just picked the most popular one the one that everyone talks about Mm. but that if that is your genuine selection that's like it's your business i guess but then i think that just comes back to the whole toxic fandom thing because Mm. there's some fans that think well i'm the queen of insert group um knowledge and you like this one really you only mentioned basic things like do you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's all contest let people like what they want to like do you know yeah. what i mean like, I, I get like, if someone's using it for clout or trying to act like they know everything but if that's someone's selection that's their selection <laughs> i mean it doesn't really affect you to be fair yeah. i mean and if you if you are a fan of the same group they're still helping you out because they're going to stream so that's death okay (laughs) (laughs) um yes i guess we agree with that one yeah now it's time for k-pop dilemma send us your dilemmas stories we still haven't got a story yet come on guys who wants to be our first story story um okay so we've named this person shannon don't know why it came out like that but there we go all right so dilemma is help 
So I've spent all my last pay on buying albums trying to get a space on a virtual fan meet and now I'm broke and I need to pay rent. Girl, I could ask my mum for help but I'm super embarrassed. What should I do? P.S. No, I didn't get picked for the fan meet. Oh my gosh. I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna head out. Okay, so... <laughs> this is what people say when... This is what people mean when they say K-pop is not your life. Like, K-pop is not a personality trait, right? Because you still need to eat, you need to keep the lights on, and you have to pay rent. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have a roof over your head and a secure internet connection, you will not be listening to your bias anytime soon. So... And we're in a pandemic! Girl, I'm, you might have to ask your mum. You know, you you might just have to ask yeah. your mum. Like if it's a case but, of like you having some, you're gonna need to ask. But what I'm see, my issue is actually with these companies. Like, why is that the way people have to be like in the draw to get one of these virtual fan meets? Because there are so many young fans that are like maxing themselves out. This is not the first mm-hmm. time I've heard a story like this. Like, why would you do that? I feel like it's always been this way. Not necessarily not with the virtual fan meets, but, like, for example, if you wanted to go and watch a show like an M Countdown... I don't know if it is M Countdown. It could be, like, Inkigayo or one of those shows, right? Mm. The requirements to get inside sometimes... I remember back in the day, anyway, it was, like, you have to have purchased X amount of albums. You would have to bring it with you so they can see. And then the person that's head of the fan club, fan cafe or whatever would then check your albums or whatever but then it's still not guaranteed because obviously there's only um a maximum they can take and that maximum includes all the performances that are going on so so just say i stand monster x for example but blackpink is also performing they have to get both fandoms inside so like your chances are shrinking and you spent all this money lord like yeah, I get it, yeah. Like don't get us wrong. We understand that to some fans, it can mean a lot to like meet someone that they really love or someone that's helped them get through a lot of stuff. Because like there are tons of fans that say to idols when they've met them, because some people share like their clips of their FaceTimes and stuff. Like oh, like you've helped me get through depression or really hard times. So we understand that these people can be really important to you, or it could be super exciting. But you also have to be realistic because you need to stay alive. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't smart, Shannon. Yeah. You're gonna have to, you're just gonna have to take some deep breaths and you're gonna have to ask your mum. Ask your mum and get those albums that you bought, like listed online ASAP. Yeah, try and sell them. Yeah. Especially if they're like recent ones, they might be easier to, to get rid of. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but even if you did get picked for the fan meet, you might not even have anywhere to to virtually fan me if you don't get your rent paid. So either way, you need to ask your mom. I just say first, like be vague about. I don't don't lie to your mom, right? But you can start off really vaguely, like I need your help. But then if she asks why, which she probably will, because I don't know any mamas that are a fool. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> then you you are gonna have. Yeah, you're going to have to just tell her. I yeah. don't condone lying. Yes, ask your mom, be honest, and 
don't do that again please god naughty naughty so yeah that was say what if you do have any unpopular opinions dilemmas or stories make sure you send it to howut at gmail.com that's howut at gmail.com or you can dm us on instagram and twitter that's at how you at you yes so now we're coming to the end of the episode and that means it's time for on the radar so me and Shanice are going to tell you what's been on our radars anything that we've been watching listening to or looking forward to so Shanice what's on your radar so you kind of mentioned it before I was going to mention the Blackpink documentary light up the sky apparently there might be a part two to that apparently oh. um I don't really learn anything new Maybe I didn't realise how obsessed I was with Blackpink, I guess. Because I'm like, oh, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew that as well. I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was there on that day. Yeah, so oh that's how God. I was watching it. Yeah, so when I watched it, yeah, I didn't really learn anything. But as you said, it kind of humanises them. Because I feel like, especially idols that come from big companies, everyone just kind of, like, dismisses how hard they actually have to work. And how, like, emotionally draining... That can be especially you start off training with someone and then they don't pass their evaluation so mm. they're no longer a trainee anymore and then if that's like your whole dorm or whatever then you have to like try and make friends but then it's hard to make friends because technically everyone there's a competition mm. it's it's a, it's a lot it's a lot another thing i wanted to point out as well was black swan made their debut so do you remember that group um ranya yeah they've been going through many member change-ups renames whatever but now they are re-debuting themselves well they have debuted they debuted on the 16th of october and i just want to say the MV, like i don't i can't be honest i can't really remember the song i don't think it was like bad or anything i just can't remember it but the video was very well done like it looked good mm. all the members they all look like an actual group because you, I'm not going to bring up past dramas, but if you know, you know. So it wasn't like someone just comes in and raps and disappears. And Fatu, I think that's the black girl. She is beautiful. She, like her skin looks amazing. For her makeup was done really well. Mm. So I'm very thankful. Her hair looked on point. I just hope that they keep up with that. And she does, um, she's a rapper and a main dancer, I think. She does, she, she can speak Korean. Um, but her rap was mainly in English and then she mm. had like the odd Korean line so basically the reverse of a Korean rap if that makes sense yeah so that's what she did I'm just gonna say the rap did sound a bit forced but I think that's because it was written for her so I'm gonna give it time it was just a debut but like their first full album is meant to be called Goodbye Ranya I'm like that's very bold moves let's hope this this one sticks but yeah they all looked good that's what's on my radar yeah. cool um on my radar um same as last week i feel like my radar just doesn't change so i'm still <laughs> i still watch um that one nct music video like once a day just for health purposes just what, wake up and then w- make, make a wish um i don't know what that song or music video has on me um but yeah i'm still i'm still loving it um i take Ooh, full responsibility sh- huh Go on. Did you know that your favourite member that's just debuted, right? Shotaro. Shotaro. Do you know he only trained for three months? Yeah, I heard. What? 
That's amazing. See, that's what I mean. This child's amazing. Like, I'm ready to sign the adoption papers. Oh, my God. Anyway, (laughs) so, yeah, I've been jamming to Make-A-Wish still. Um, Got all my family on it. Made my mum watch it a few times. Um, I also watched some of the clips from their new reality show. What is it called? Because you can't keep calling it the show where they're in boxes. What is the name of the show? Do I know? The... I don't know. I just know that they're there. They're in boxes. Some of the boxes aren't on the ground. They're like boxes stacked on each other. And basically each member, so all 23 of them are there. And each member has a challenge. So that member has to pass their challenge. So it goes on to the next one. And everyone has to complete their challenge, basically. It's quite funny, rather entertaining. I think it's called NCT World (laughs) 2.0. There we go. That's the title? You can't be keep calling it the show when the inbox is because... You're asking for a lot considering I used to call Jaehyun the one with the face and the legs. Like you're really asking for a lot. If this is a show you're watching... Yeah, you can probably find it subbed somewhere online. I don't think it's subbed on YouTube. I just watch it in Korean and gather what's going on with my broken secondhand Korean. But um, yeah... There's probably subtitles somewhere. It's rather entertaining. It's just everyone trying to do their challenges, struggling. Then Lucas shouting random words in the background. A normal day with it. Yeah, just a regular day in the office. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to How You At You. And remember, guys, you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, stories or dilemmas or even requests to howut at gmail.com. Or you can send it to our Instagram and Twitter at how you at you i've been shinies from kpop box you can follow me at kpop box underscore and i've been shay from the kway you can follow me on instagram at the kway underscore 100 or i'm down on tiktok in real time because i'm always on there with the same app she's, she, she's literally always on this this girl does not sleep i feel like i can <laughs> message her at 4 a.m and she's still awake <laughs> but anyway um enjoy the rest of your day evening morning whatever time you're listening listening to this wow anyway and we will holla at you Bye. bye the medicare annual election period deadline is almost here i'm meredith vieira here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at myhealthpolicy.com Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for, and done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switched to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face, and done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 
99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.